welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name is Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher and yoga business coach. I am so glad you're here. Enjoy 45 minutes of training for you and your yoga business. Hey everyone, it's Amy here. Wow, it feels like forever since it's just been you and me. So many fabulous people talking with us, sharing all of the good things of yoga business, but now it's just you and me. Fabulous. Hey, welcome to season four of the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. Holy catfish, Batman. The only reason that this can happen is because you keep listening. I'm so grateful for that. Hey, I have a request. Uh, as I last checked, in fact, I'm going to do it right now while I'm talking to you. The Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast had like 26 reviews. And I know, <laughs> because you'll email me, that there are more than 26 of you who like this thing. So uh, I'd be so grateful if you would do me a favor and leave me a review. Um, if you even just like give me some stars. I'd love some five stars would be amazing. Let's look at right now. As of right now, this week, there are 26 ratings on the Abundant Yoga Teacher podcast. So if you haven't hit the stars yet, you do that for me it really does make a massive difference to my business and it uh, is one of the things that enables me to keep doing things like this for free so uh it's uh makes a massive difference please please um hit me up give me some stars and if you want to like write me a review uh i would love that who is this i've got a um how can i even say this oh I know who you are. This was very generous and hilarious was my most recent review. Oh gosh, I'll try and be hilarious. Oh, you can laugh at me. I think that's a sure thing, right? Uh, rather than jokes that are actually funny. I, um, TMI, if you're new to the podcast, Amy often uh, makes analogies to a dating life. That's about to happen. So I started dating someone who is a teacher by profession. He made some joke. I said, woof, that's a dad joke. He said, no, that's a teacher joke. Apparently, there was a whole new strata of bad gags. I don't know if you are a, a school teacher. <laughs> Let me know. Is that a thing? The school teachers have permission to do exceptionally bad gags? I think I'm up there. My hashtag yoga nerd gags um, might put me in the upper echelons of dad jokes and teacher jokes. Here we go. Let's find out. So for season four, I've been putting out the word, uh, especially to people who have been DMing me on Insta. Thank you so much. Today, even just I uh, want to say thanks to Valerie at Vivacious Yogi who sent me a podcast idea. But especially today, I would like to say a big thanks to Catherine Bennett who sent me through some really great topics for the podcast to kick us off for season four. So I've decided that this episode is going to be part of the Catherine Bennett files. And let's face it, Catherine Bennett, such a good name, Catherine. It's such a solid name. That is a name that gets to be written in Times New Roman with confidence. That is a name that deserves a Sarah, honey. Love it. Yoga nerd. Editor nerd. So thanks, Catherine. The topic for today is the five things... Five things to start your yoga teaching career. Now, Catherine didn't ask her five things. She just said, how do you get started? But, you know, it's yoga. We like systems where you can count the numbers off on your hands. Helps when you're trying to remember things, right? You can use your hands. It's a big thing in, in learning yoga. 
you're sitting at the feet of your teacher, you want to be able to click things off with your fingers so you can keep it all upstairs. So, Catherine, thank you. I've added a five, but we are absolutely jumping into your topic today about the five things to start your yoga teaching career. And while as much as um, because of you know Catherine's request and where she's at in, in growing her yoga business, I have created this content with a view for it to be um, for newbies. I really think that this is a good check-in for wherever you're at. Um, if you if you've dropped the ball on any of these things, or if you've overlooked them, or if you need to just you know build a bar around them. I don't know about you, but sometimes, man, I just can't be bothered. I mean, two weeks ago, I loved Instagram. Couldn't get me enough. This morning, sit down at the desk. Oh my god, do I really? have to make another Instagram post? Do I really have to find another picture of myself in tight pants and try and say something intelligent about it? Yes. <laughs> Concealment and revelation constantly on the uh, on the wheel there. So uh, this, this training is going to be useful for you whether you're a newbie or not. Awesome. Hey, oh, a couple of things before I jump into this. I have two free trainings coming up uh, Australia time next Thursday and the Thursday after. So we are um, rocketing towards the middle of 2019. In fact, tomorrow is International Yoga Day. Yes. Uh, thank you for everybody who is putting on a special event for International Yoga Day. Sheila Wisdom, I don't know if you're over there doing something yoga related for Africa. Uh, let me know, girl. I want to hear from you. I want to catch up. But for all of those, uh, all of you who are doing something for International Yoga Day, thank you. And for all of those who aren't, go to someone else's thing. I'm going to Haven and Kirtan at the Ashram Jai, with uh, some carbolicious, <laughs> carbolicious dinner. There's nothing like being served uh, kitchery and a potato curry. Like, get your carb on. Man. A lot of treadmill and work off that prasad, I tell you. <laughs> Don't send me a hate email because I made a, a joke about prasad. Uh, I know, it was irreverent. I did it kind of on purpose. That was me trying to be humorous. <laughs> There's one person out of all of the listeners who actually thinks that I'm humorous. <laughs> so, anyway, back to these two free training things that I've got going. The links are really long and ugly and I can't read them out to you in the podcast. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or via my website, the links are in the episode notes. They're free, both of the trainings, but you do need to register for them. The first one is about looking back. Okay, we've just done six months of 2019 in yoga business. How'd you go? What was it like? This is like the moment when I remember this vividly. In fact, I still have this photo when my teacher said, okay, find a friend and uh, what were we doing? Like a Dandasana? No, Paschimottanasana, I think. Two, I think, Mr. Iyengar system. And uh, get your friend to take a photo of you and then take a look at the picture. So I'm sitting there. This is a, I don't, I don't, one of those American states that starts with M. I apologize. I get them mixed up. Uh, but anyway, one of them. Midwesty. And, um, and and so I'm killing my best ever. Posture mode nothing right. So I think. And then uh, the photo, uh, my friend, shows me the photo. I'm like, whoa, okay, so that's uh, some pretty tight hamstrings. And that's some pretty, uh, like, um, you know, your scapula are kind of like on your boobs. Uh, you know, like, suck those rhomboids much. And then, um, and then I, I, I had like five chins. <laughs> 
My poor cervical spine. What was I doing? Oh, yeah, excuse me, sitting up straight. I look like, you know, in preps or kindergarten, whatever you call first grade of babies at school, how they the teacher says, sit up straight, and they all sit up really straight, lean way back and get lots of double chins. That was me. But I thought I was killing it. The same is true in your business. You may think that you're doing amazingly until you actually stop and take a look at it and go, huh, I love me. And here's some things that I'd like to do different. So first, the first training uh, next week, next week, next Thursday, is uh, reflecting and consolidating with Shiva. If you've been a part of my community for a while, we do this every year. So it's that time, reflecting and consolidating with Shiva. And a week later, we're going to then take that, assimilate it, Shavasana, assimilate it, and look forward for the remaining six months of the year. So that's the looking ahead with Ganesha workshop, drawing on the mythology and symbolism of both of those deities to guide us into back into alignment with our sankalpa, uh, what we desire to share with our community and how we feel called to be in service while generating prosperity prosperity in our yoga business. Like I said, the links are really long and ugly to register, so they're in the session notes. Go get the session notes or on my website. It's here on the blog post listing. You do need to register. It's totally free. I love you. It's totally free. Well, you're welcome. And you need to register or else uh, it's like the secret, like, a secret knock. <laughs> it's not for a secret. You just have to register with the link. Okay, so back to Catherine, the Catherine Bennett file for today. Five things to start your yoga teaching career. Here we go. One. And this is in the order. I just I put these in actually in order. And you know, I'm an ideas person. Um, like the fabulous Victoria Cunningham of Stretch Body Mind, one of my gorgeous private clients. We're ideas ladies. We're like coming up with ideas. We're like going, yes, let's do that. Uh-huh. You know, order, detail, yeah, I kind of left that behind when I left the uh, bureaucratic sector. <laughs> but today, for you, Catherine Bennett, for everybody else who was like, dang, she can talk and I get confused, I'm being sequential in order of importance, where one is the most important. It's like the Anandamaya Kosha. If these were five, if these are the koshas, we're going right to the heart of it. Here we are. One, build a website. A Facebook page and an Instagram account. Yeah, I mean, do that first. Before you start talking to your friends, before you go to the eye yoga props and buy a whole heap of stuff, before you start begging at your yoga studio to sub anything, let me sub cleaning the toilets. Before you do any of that, please build yourself a website, a Facebook page, and an Instagram account. Business Instagram account. Business Facebook page. Business website. None of it has to be fancy, but it has to be clear because this actually says, okay, I have a yoga business now. I have yoga that I have to offer to people who would like to energy exchange with me for it. This is for real. I am a professional and this is, this is me hanging out my shingle. So at this point, you know, if you're brand new, you probably don't know what you're particular brand is, what makes you different, what you love and why people should study with you. If you've done a bit of everything, um, 200 hour, maybe you don't know what sort of style you teach yet. Maybe you've no idea that there even are other styles. Someone, um, who just joined my, uh, Facebook group this week was saying he, he's been teaching vinyasa for years, but he's just done a Hatha yoga teacher training and his mind's been blown open because he didn't know all this other stuff. So, you know, if you're right at the beginning of your journey, you get to be okay with not knowing what you don't know. Um, but Go with what you do know. If you have generally know that you're a warm, fun person 
or if you're a serious and structured detailed person, or if you love, if you're a sporty person or you love anatomy and you love helping people that run or you're a runner, or if you know that yoga nidra is what stokes your fire, you go with what you know about yourself as far as what your brand looks like. And believe me, a website is not a set and forget situation. It is a constantly evolving business asset. So you get it right for where you're at right now. And then you change it when you're right later. Um, pick three colors that you like. If you're into color therapy or chakras or whatever, uh, I don't know, uh, pick three colors. They get to be your brand colors for now. Roll with them. Make them consistent across what the, the, the backgrounds and the templates and the fonts and all the other stuff that you'll need. Don't go crazy. Just pick three. Uh, a hack on color picking. I like if you go into Pinterest and you just Google, uh, if you just search in Pinterest uh, color uh, swatches or um, pa color palettes, all sorts of magical things will happen. It'll be like, no, I was going to say, I was going to say something really irreverent. I can't. I can't not say it now because I've started. It will be like that moment, whatever it is, chapter 10, I don't know, the Bhagavad Gita where Arjun says, I don't quite get it. Show me what you mean. And Krishna goes Rawr, and shows him like everything. It, that's a little bit, a little bit <laughs> long bow. Oh, there's another Arjun reference. Gosh, meta. Uh, it's a little bit like that. Cool way to find out what sort of colors you like and what sort of colors go together. Ain't all of us born designers. That's okay. Let Pinterest be your friend. Pick three colors, build all that stuff, get yourself a photo shoot. This is all in point one. Get yourself a photo shoot. Now, a photo shoot might look like a selfie stick in your iPhone or your Samsung because I, if you have the same iPhone as me, it's kind of crappy at pictures. Uh, anyway, uh, get some photos taken. If you don't know what sort of photos you'll need, hit me up. I'll give you some tips. DM me on Insta. I'll send you some ideas. But get some photos taken so that you have something to put on your website, on your Instagram, and on your Facebook page. Please don't use stock photos. Everybody knows you're fabulous just how you are right now. Right now. Fabulous. So get some pictures taken of yourself and, uh, and get ready to go. Point one, build yourself a website, a Facebook page, and an Instagram account. Point two in the Catherine Bennett file, five things to start your yoga teaching career. Go find three places to teach, three places to teach, um, because the more you teach at the start, the better you'll get, the faster, faster, you'll get better faster. <laughs> so I recommend like three places at a minimum. So that might look like starting your own classes. When I came back from my uh, 200 hour, I did one of those residential ones, uh, 200 hours all in one go. When I got home, I cleared out all the furniture from my lounge room and I called it a yoga studio and I hung out a shingle and away I went there. Uh, I also went to my friend's houses for one-to-ones and I also got a gig teaching the women who ran the Curves Ladies Gym during their lunch break, teaching them yoga. Man, uh, memorable point in my yoga teaching career essentially you know i don't know if, if you have it everywhere but I don't, know, I don't even know if it still exists but at the time curves was this ladies gym which was essentially like a <laughs> a room filled with fairly kind of average gym equipment and you did it in a circle went around in a circle and they played this horrendous workout music i'm sorry if there are people who are listening right now who are in the 
um, PT fitness space. Maybe you like it, but there is some like total eclipse of the heart to like an aerobic beat. It's not my, um, it's not my favorite. I've got to say, I, I, I probably would pick MC Yogi over total eclipse of the heart to, uh, aerobic style. No, don't know. Nope. But I did do that for quite some time. And, and then in between each of these, like, uh, you know, underwhelming <laughs> machines, there's like a, a pad that you have to run on the spot. And it's kind of like older women and no one's got a decent bra on. And you can imagine it's, it's kind of horrible, actually. But I did it for a while and, it, and the women knew me and they knew that I did yoga. And I, <laughs> truth bomb, at that point in my life, uh, my, my life was a shit show. Shit show. Uh, it was all I could do to get up and get my shit together. I watched a lot of The Sopranos and ate a lot of delivered pizza. That's the kind of barometer of where my life was at at that time. Because I was one of those people who decided to become a yoga teacher because of a breakup. Hello. Love to you if that's also your story. Let's start a club. Come over to my place for wine. We'd have a lot to talk about. That was my journey. So my life, my life was a shit show. And because of that, I was like thin as... And everyone else was going to the gym to lose weight. And I was going to the gym, getting on, they make you get on the scales every time, get on the scale. And I would just weep because I was like, and how can you lose kilos in a day? I don't know, but I was doing it despite the Sopranos and the pizza. So everybody thought that I was really fit. <laughs> Man, haven't we got some messed up ideas about the human body? No, that's called depression. <laughs> anyway, they thought that, hey, she does yoga and she's lean and trim. Let's get her to teach some yoga to us. So I would do that twice a week. I would go on their lunch break. I'd play that Buddha bar, help me, Buddha bar relaxation thing with like the track that's got the wolves in the background, the track that's got the whales, the rainstorm one, like help me. Again, I'm not judging you if that's your bag. It is not my bag. <laughs> it is not my bag, but that's what they liked. I really liked it. And they were all obese and fabulous and incredibly flexible. And I, I was so much of a newbie that I didn't know how to teach people that were like, crazy more flexible than me. But anyway, that's what I did. So, and I got better fast because of it. So what I recommend is that you find three places to teach. Um, and if, it, and if one of your places like mine is opening your own space, whether you go rent a church hall or a community center, or you teach in the park, or you have a, a shed or you clear out your lounge room or, you know, whatever, um, let yourself go props light at the start. I think when I first started, I spent about $400. No, 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 I didn't spend it. I put it on a credit card, which at that point in my journey was terrifying because obviously only losers, desperados, and people who are financially um, ignorant and irresponsible put things on a credit card. <laughs> Fortunately, I've healed that story. But at the time, I put about $400 on a credit card because I bought... Uh, eight mats, eight bamboo blocks, eight of the cheapest straps I could buy, eight cushions and eight blankets from Ikea. You know, die Ikea. If you're still using Ikea blankets, again, hit me up on Insta. I want to hear from you. Nothing wrong with it. Love it. Um, and they don't get so fluffy like those Manduka blankets. Man, I, I I get so much. I get. I seem to attract so much fluff onto my body when those men do when those men do blankets are new i don't know if they've changed their recipe but i remember doing my 300 hour teacher training in jakarta i have a pitta dosha i'm a sweaty mess at the best of times you put me in 35 degree heat with like 100 percent humidity it's nasty and you put a fluffy man manduka blanket anywhere near me you should have seen the like uh 
uh, what do you call it, Sasquatch armpits I had at the end of classes that had anything to do with a blanket. I didn't realize it at first. I got to the bathroom and I'm like, man, what the hell is going on? I got some armpits from the 70s going on right here. It was, it was bad. So, you know, you don't have to go fancy. Gee, welcome to season four. She's going for it, folks. You don't have to be fancy with your props. In fact, you can even get started with people bringing their own mat. That's okay, too. If you've got yoga in the park and you're just getting going, get people to bring their own mat or let people buy a $10 mat from you because you've picked up some from Target for $8. Like, go be where you're at. Don't, if, you, if it feels too scary, you know, you can go props light at the start. But point number two is find three different places to teach and go get teaching. It doesn't matter that you still might be crap. I say this all the time. I, for the first six months of teaching yoga, I had cat and cow around the wrong way. That's pretty bad. <laughs> right? Buddha bar, cat and cow mixed up. Like, you know, a lot of static electricity from my Ikea blankets. It, it, it wasn't... Let's just say I've gotten better. But be where you're at. Go find three places to teach. Point number three. Keep going to classes. Oh my goodness, I cannot emphasize this enough. Go to all the classes and keep reading the books. Keep reading the books. Go to all of the classes. Do a streamer class daily. Sign up for a bunch of different streaming sites. Widen your understanding. Widen your perspective. Widen your teacher base by exposing yourself to more. Whether you um, are a, a I don't know, whatever your lineage is, you did Drew, you did Bikram, you did Ashtanga, you did Vinyasa, you did Power Flow, you did whatever, Anisara, whatever you did, I promise you, you will learn more from doing all sorts of yoga, whether you go on to teach it or not, but it will round out your first teacher training. So go to classes, be in front of other teachers, watch what they do, be really absorbent, suck up all of the data that you can from even just how they other teachers conduct themselves in space and keep reading, keep reading, keep reading. Um, depending on the type of yoga teacher training that you've just done, you might not know how closed or biased the learnings that you've received actually are. Now this isn't a bad thing, but in 200 hours, there's only so much you can cover and probably you haven't had a wide view of uh, yoga and what it is. So you keep reading. You know, read Mark Singleton's book if you haven't read it yet. It's important to read that book. But keep reading, keep listening to audiobooks, podcasts like this, um, stream classes and go to classes. People think that, oh, okay, I've just done a 200-hour. Straight up, I'm going to sign up for the 300, get my 500 in, and I'm ready to go. I really think that it's better to take a bit of time, assimilate, and be go back to being a student, but in a different type of way, being a student for the purposes of becoming a better teacher, not in a formal teacher training, but by going to truckloads of different types of classes. Number four, market and promote yourself. It is time. You must do this. You need to tell people, all the people, that you're now a yoga teacher and that you have classes, three different types of them in fact, and that you would like them to come along. You must market and promote. It may feel scary. It may feel intimidating. It might, all of the things. Stay close. Keep, you know, be in my Facebook group. Get a mentor. Keep listening to these podcasts. You need to market and promote yourself. 
Um, don't kid yourself. Don't get into the space of thinking just because you said there was a class and you unlocked the front door and you sat on the teacher's mat and you waited and no one showed that you're trying to teach yoga. Unless you put out the call, unless you blow the conch, ain't nobody knows that you have classes that they really need to get to. So market and promote your classes. And that looks like social media. And that looks like advertising on social media. Welcome to 2019. If you've never run a Facebook ad or if you hate Facebook or anything, okay. But if you would like to have a yoga business, <laughs> advertising on social media, that means not just posting stuff, that means spending some money advertising. And then use old media. Make yourself some posters. Make yourself some postcards. I, I, I've sold like a retreat. The first abundant yoga teacher retreat that I ever offered I had these really fancy postcards, which were actually just something that I made at home. And then I went to the Kmart, went to the Kmart. I went to Kmart and I printed them off at the photo printing station because that's a really fast way to get something that looks kind of like a postcard. It's flimsy and a bit more shiny than a postcard, but at least I had something for 15 cents per that I could hand out to people. Again, be where you're at, but get the stuff made and circulate it again. Uh, maybe like I did, you can stay back late at your corporate job when everyone else has left and run some stuff off on the color photocopier. Pay that karmic debt down next time, right? So, but here's the thing. If you've got 20 flyers in a plastic sleeve on your front passenger seat, okay, you made the poster, but you're not marketing yet. You need to go pin those things out. The reason I know about this is because that was my jam for quite a while. Oh, I've printed them. I'm really going for it. Unless they're pinned onto something. I don't, the only person who knows about the classes is me and someone who wants to steal my car, which would never happen because I don't have that sort of a car. So market and promote is number four, social media and old media, like posters, postcards. One of my clients, one of my private clients, he, um, we've been working together for almost six months and he's done amazing things in his yoga business. And he often shares with me that he's, you know, he's got, he's got really good at Facebook ads and he's got an Instagram account that's looking really good. And he's recently got himself on TV and on radio and he's, he's doing really well sharing his yoga with people. And he knows that inevitably about half of the people that come to any of his things come because they saw one poster that he put up in one coffee shop in his town. It's like a hot spot. It's like a, uh, it's like a nadi, <laughs> like a, like a chakra of, of, you know, a, a hub of energy where people seem to come. And he knows that people see that poster and about half of his people come from that poster in the one poster in one coffee shop. So both of these things are really important, especially if you're just starting out. Don't forget, it's one thing to say you're a yoga teacher, but if no one's coming to your classes because you're not telling anybody about it, you're in denial. Number five is about reinvesting, reinvesting. So this is about um, putting things back into the business, fertilizing the business so that it can continue to grow fast. Reinvesting, reinvesting, reinvesting. And I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about time, money, and energy. Um, so here's the uh, four things that I really recommend uh, under the heading of reinvesting in your business. And this is so important at the start. If you really want to get somewhere, you know, um, if, if you're okay doing this as a bit of a hobby and maybe, you know, in, in 
16 years when my kids graduate from university, then maybe I'll do think about doing this. But okay, that's fine if that's your story. And again, this is not a judgment situation. It's just a reality check-in. But if you actually want to make money from this and consider it a career, even if it's a part-time one, you need to invest in your business. Um, it's important. So number one, get business training, coaching. Gratuitous plug from me. I mean, think about it. You just spent 200 hours minimum learning how to become a yoga teacher and maybe there was a bit on the end where they said, oh, and here's some things to do to actually go get some teaching gigs. Maybe you did a little bit of that. But the chances are you spent a truckload more time teaching people how to do trikonasana than you did about actually how to make sure that when you start your class that you've agonized over planning, there are people sitting in front of you who are going to do it. So, yes, you need to... Get yourself into coaching or mentoring. You need to get yourself some business development training. Don't expect yourself to know what to do if you've never studied it. I mean, we wouldn't do that for anything else. Why on earth would that just be a thing that you know? Get yourself some biz training. Hot tip, it probably looks like growing your yoga biz, which is my six-month business training program. We're going to talk about it later, but just, you know, I'm just planting that seed. Uh, amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga bees on that one. Number two for reinvesting, update your props. Like you, you, can, you can do that incrementally. Maybe you started out with just sticky mats and you really know that blankets are going to help uh, with what, how you like to teach. Or maybe it's time to go buy some straps. Or maybe it's bolster time. I think that's a really important milestone in a business when you can actually afford bolsters. I <laughs> I've got a lot of people who have been through the Growing Your Yoga Biz program who are very happy to announce the point in their business when they could buy their bolsters with their yoga income. It's like a, a rite of passage. You know, reinvest in your props. Maybe you, um, maybe you upgrade your location. Maybe you upgrade your wardrobe. Maybe you upgrade the uh, music that you play or the, or the device that you play the music on. Um, but update your equipment as you go so that your vibration continues to rise and that your equipment corresponds to the quality of your teaching. I'm not saying that fancy gear means good teaching because let's face it, we've all been in situations where the studio has all the things, but the teaching is a bit meh. And I remember doing a class in an empty church hall where I had to bring my own sticky mat the yoga teacher was wearing a long skirt and blundstone boots. It's like, you know, work boots. She didn't take them off. And I had, she, she, uh, that were the best sun salutes that I have ever been taught. She chanted the whole way through them and it was amazing. So props don't equate to good classes necessarily, unless it is part of your bath. Um, no, and, and, and it, so for example, if you want to teach restorative and you've got like half a cushion for everybody, it's probably not going to work. But you can your restorative is probably going to get better when you've got enough gear to have a slumber party. So reinvest in your props. Um, reinvest in your advertising, and that includes having more photo shoots. I know this may sound superficial if you're just starting out, but I promise you, the reality of, of it these days is that people take in information visually and 
Good photographs are a massive, a massively important part of your business. I can't stress this enough. It is not superficial. It is not vacuous. It is important because it conveys visually to people who don't know you yet who you are and why you're the perfect yoga teacher for them. With all of your bumps and your whatever inadequacies or self-judgment you have about yourself, all of those things, they're the things that people look at and go, yep, you know what? He's going to be the right guy for me. He's kind of like muscly and looks a little bit stiff. Maybe maybe he knows what it's like to have a body like mine. I'm going to do yoga with that guy. Or, yeah, you know what? She is like super lean and fit and, and really bendy. And maybe she was a dancer as well. And, and maybe she can help me with this injury that I've got going on now because of my dancing career. Like show up in those pictures and be you. And it is a very powerful way of conveying your message. Photos, photos, photos. They don't have to be a $3,000 photo shoot. My first two photo shoots were um, with one of my students who was had a good camera and was making a bit of a stab at being a photographer. I think the first one I paid her $60 and the second one I paid her $75. And they got me going. I mean, they're... <laughs> I think I've mentioned this before. The second shoot with her, the expensive one. We call that here at Amy McDonald HQ the Piggy Eyes series. I hadn't had my, um, I hadn't, ha let's just say Amy was late to the makeup game, like really late. In fact, thanks to that woman at Sephora in, uh, in uh, somewhere in Hawaii, Honolulu, who sat me down and said, girl, here, <laughs> this is what you need <laughs> uh, at 40 years old. Thank you, honey. I am still working that stuff. I uh, hope she got a really good commission out of me. But that was a, uh, it was one of those transforming into a woman moments. Thanks, fabulous lady at Sephora, Honolulu. Uh, but anyway, photos, 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 photos. Yes, you need that. Can be your iPhone, but it might be as you continue to grow fast. Some good pictures that you really love. Yeah? So reinvest, reinvest. All right, I'm going to take it from the top. Thanks to Catherine Bennett for this topic. Always seems like the time flies by here, probably because I just crap on too much. Um, but anyway, here we go, recap. The five things to think about when you are starting out as a yoga teacher. One, build a website, a Facebook page, and an Instagram account. All business, you got this. Number two, find three places to teach. Don't stop there. Keep looking to improve and get more opportunities. Um, but go find three places. That might look like renting a space and teaching your own classes or in your home, that might look like offering one-to-ones with friends and friends of friends. That might look like putting together a resume and sending it out everywhere, dropping it off everywhere and asking to be a sub. Be a sub at your local studios. Be a sub at gyms. Be a sub at your community centers. It's harder to get a gig as a sub when you're brand new. Um, do it anyway and see what happens. If you, This isn't so much for the big brand studios, but for smaller studios, um, they might have time in the schedule where there aren't any classes. See if you can rent the studio for an hour a week so that you are in a studio environment. Maybe only two or three people come, but you can use the props. You can hone your craft. Go find three different places to teach. Number three, go to even more classes. Read even more books than you did in your YTT. Make sure you've read Mark Singleton's book. I'm a fetishist for that. And if you're up for it, Edward Bryant's uh, 
Patanjali as well, uh, Yoga Sutras, read that as well. But keep reading the books. Broaden your knowledge. It doesn't mean you have to abandon what you've just learned or it doesn't mean you're diluting the power of your, the teachings from your teacher, but just widen your worldview about yoga. Keep reading. Stream classes. Stream all of the, you know, the, the top 20, 30 teachers in the world all have classes that you can stream. Watch them. Do them. Go to classes. Keep exposing yourself from a student's perspective to the broad church of yoga. Four, market and promote your classes, both on social media and also get old school. If you're a millennial, it's this cute thing we used to do called like, you know, newsletters and the paper. One of the things I did when I first moved here, we have the Toot and Chat where I live. It's the community-based community newsletter and the barbecue is on and what, what the, you know, what, what property is for sale and what wildflowers are out and who's got a vegetable glut that you can go get free tomatoes or butternut pumpkin oil. And they have a meet your neighbors section. So when I first moved here, started teaching, I got myself in the meet your neighbor thing. Guess what? Plugging, gratuitously plugging my yoga classes. Um, do that stuff. Do that stuff. Put up a poster at your post office or wherever you can put up posters. And number five is reinvest. Uh, it doesn't have to be a hundred percent of your earnings, but know that the, the your business is like any it, it's a growing entity, it's a growing being, and it needs nutrition, it needs to be fed, you need to keep fueling the fire. And my fundamental teaching on that one is get yourself some business training. Get yourself some business training. Don't try and do this by yourself. You might not invest in a big program. You might not hire a coach or anything like that. Listen to my podcast. Listen to, you know, I have other friends who have podcasts on the same topic as this. Um, listen to them. Learn from them. Uh, find yourself a buddy locally who can pick their brains. But make sure that you have guidance on this path so that you're not wandering alone in the wilderness and wondering why no one's finding you and receiving the gifts of yoga that only you can give in your own authentic way. There you have it, folks. The five things to start your yoga teaching career. Thanks to Catherine Bennett for proposing this topic. If you have a topic that you'd like me to cover, love to hear from you. DM me on Insta at amyyogabizcoach or shoot me an email, amy at amymcdonald.com.au. Catherine submitted a couple of others to me, which is very cool. And Valerie sent me one today uh, at Vivacious Yogi. Valerie sent me one today as well. So excellent. Looking forward to those. Do get yourself registered for those two free trainings that I've got coming up in the next fortnight. That's Australian for two weeks. Uh, the links are in the session notes, or if you're listening on my website, it's right here. You can sign up while I'm rabbiting on. Get yourself registered for those. Share them with your friends. It's free. It's going to be really good. Uh, like I said, this is something that we do every year in my community, and people always find it beneficial. I also just love it because I miss you guys. You know, back in the old days when I used to do this live and we'd all talk to each other, miss you guys. So I love getting together and uh, checking in with you all and seeing what you're all up to. So I'm looking forward to hanging out with all of you next Thursday and then the following Thursday. Next Thursday is Shiva, looking back, and the following Thursday is Ganesh, Ganapati, looking ahead. Get on those. Thanks, folks. Before we finish up today, I am going to talk a little bit about the Growing Your Yoga Business program uh it is open for registrations right now 
and you can find it at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga beers. It is a six month group training program where we go over eight modules of yoga business mindset and action steps. It's really comprehensive. Uh, I think we're up to over 150 graduates at this point. Um, shout out to Danny, who's done it three times in a row. People have done it multiple times. It's a powerful, transformative program where you'll get the nuts and bolts pieces about business development, as well as the mindset um, and personal development pieces to really generate confidence, capacity, um, uh, skill um, in what it means to be an abundant yoga business owner. It's not just for newbies. I've got people signed up already for uh, the next intake um, that starts in July, uh, who have uh, yoga studios. Uh, so if, if you're a studio owner, if you're brand new, if you teach in church halls, if you're looking to go online, whatever, wherever you're at, the material in the program is designed to be scalable. So um, it will meet you where you're at. But what it's designed to do is to take you from struggle and overwhelm to flow and abundance and um all of the teachings are very much through the lens of yoga. So if you do find yourself, bless you, partial to my way of explaining business principles using yoga analogies, you're going to love it. It is enrolling now. Um, again, the, the website is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga beers. And until the 5th of July, I'm also offering $500 off as an early bird discount. So there is a coupon code for that if you would like the pay in full option to get the $500 off, use the coupon code BIZOFYOGA, all lowercase. And if you would like the payment plan option to get the $500 off, use the coupon code BIZOFYOGA, PP, for payment plan. <laughs> mystical uh that will get you the discount there as well that discount is only available until the 5th of july if you want to get 500 off and who wouldn't um, make sure you use the code now if you are thinking about the program but you're not sure if it's for you it's really important that we connect um not so that i can convince you to do it because that's ill uh, but so that i can answer any questions that you have what i don't want you to do is to be thinking you know in august you know what i would have if i had done that thing i wouldn't be here right now i wouldn't have crickets in my class i wouldn't be you know, still struggling on how to do something. I should have done that. Uh, don't want to be there. Also, I don't want you to be at August thinking, you know, this wasn't the right thing for me. I shouldn't have bought this thing. <laughs> so if you're unsure, you have questions, let's talk. Um, I don't do pushy sales. That's uh, a-yogic in my mind. We're about here doing uh, doing business as yogis. But, I, but I'm very, very happy to answer any of your questions. Uh, people often have questions about time zones, access to materials, uh, where they're at in their business and if it would be appropriate, um, you know, which of the modules may or may not be what they need right now, who are the other types of people in the program, how the payments work, anything like that. More than happy to talk with you. If you need a partial scholarship, if you know you're meant to be in the program, but for real, uh, you, you know, uh, you don't have the scratch right now. I get that. I've been there. And uh, you just need to let me know. So reach out to me again if you if you need a partial scholarship. Um, that's for if you for real need a partial scholarship. Um, only you know that. Um, 
so, but also let me know. So if you want to talk about the program, if you've got questions, uh, you need to talk about partial scholarships, do just send me an email, amy at amymcdonald.com.au. The $500 off again with the coupon is available until the 5th of July and uh, we get started in the second half of July. So orientation happens, I think, the third week of July. I'd have to double check. But it is ready to be there to support you, give you the coaching, the mentorship, the guidance that you need so that your sankalpa for your yoga business in 2019 actually manifests. If you are truly ready to quit the struggle and the overwhelm and you would like to do it while having some laughs and meeting some other cool yoga teachers who are sharing your bizbav, make sure you check it out. The link one last time is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga beers. Thanks to Catherine Bennett for our topic for this week. And thanks to everybody who has left a review. Like I said, at the time of uh, recording this podcast, what are we, Wednesday the something, 18th? I don't know, guessing there. No, 20th? Who cares? Whatever. Yeah, the 19th of July, of June. Amy, I have uh, 26 ratings. All of them five stars. Yes. Didn't pay for any of them either. <laughs> I'd be super, super, super grateful if you could hit the stars. It's so easy. Go on, do it. Pay it forward. Uh, thanks, folks, and uh, I'll speak with you all again next week. Take care. Feeling inspired, ready to grow your own yoga business? If you're ready to share your yoga with the people who really need what you have to offer, growing your yoga business with more ease, flow, abundance, and support, check out my six-month yoga business training program, Growing Your Yoga Biz, at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga biz. Use coupon code bizofyoga when you check out for $500 off. Enrollments are open right now. Namaste. Namaste.